You can almost taste it, can't you? Prime Danish bacon being fried to perfection. One of Denmark's most famous exports. But wait a minute, that's not bacon. It's the sound of Denmark's newest successful export. Burger patties made from completely plant-based mints. And it's going mainstream. You're listening to Foodpod Denmark, bringing you the stories about innovative people from the Danish food cluster and how they're making a difference in the world. I'm Kath Mersch. Welcome to Foodpod. It's true that Denmark has a strong international reputation for the quality of its meat and dairy products and the technology that goes along with producing it. And until quite recently, there were very few vegetarian dishes to be found on Danish restaurant menus or supermarket shelves. What many of us may not know is that innovative souls in the Danish food cluster have long developed plant-based foods for the vegetarian and vegan sector. And that's a good thing. Because in the industrialized West, where dairy and meat products are part of the staple diet, food habits are changing. Many people, the young millennials in particular, are now choosing to eat plant-based meals at least once or twice a week. Concerns about the environment, health, and how to feed the world's booming population are all part of the explanation. This episode of Foodpod is about how Denmark, the meat and dairy country, is gearing up to become a vegetarian country as well. What's driving the move to more plant-based foods? And how has Denmark's new export adventure come about? Foodpod asked Naturally Foods, the company that is taking the world by storm with its plant-based mints, and the Danish Vegetarian Society, which, believe it or not, is one of the oldest vegetarian societies in the world. I met Runa Christopher Drowsdale from the Danish Vegetarian Society in an Aarhus Café, a stopover on the way from Copenhagen to Vibor, where he was to give one of his frequent talks on sustainability and food. My name is Rune Christopher Drowsdale, and I am the Secretary General of the Vegetarian Society of Denmark, which was founded in 1896. Our association has two, you can say, purposes, and uh, one of them is generally uh, expanding vegetarianism, people living uh, as vegetarians. The other one is uh, reducing the consumption of animal products. In terms of sustainability, you could find people who say that this is the most important thing you can do in terms of global sustainability, and you have others who would say it is one of the most important things you can do. The balance between what we eat, what we put on our plate, is is the most important thing in terms of water pollution in the world. It is the most in terms of deforestation, the most in terms of survival of, of animal species and um, plant species around the world. And then in terms of climate change, what happens there is there, it's maybe not number one, it's debated, but it comes just just after that. <laughs> If you take all the global issues, it's all there always. What we put in our plate is extremely important, and which means when we make greener food choices, we do have an impact on all these things. Plant-based foods used to be expensive niche products sold mainly in health food stores to people often stereotyped as hippie or picky. That's changed. Today, plant-based foods have moved into supermarkets, and although the number of vegetarian and vegan consumers is on the way up, Most of the people who buy meat-free products 
still eat meat regularly. When you look at this from a business perspective, the largest combined demand in terms of meals is by the flexitarians. Then comes the vegetarians and vegans. And then comes those who has one day a week. A flexitarian here is a person who eats mostly vegetarian. You can say that there is a vast tendency of uh, young people. In the co-op analysis last year, uh, the number of flexitarians and vegetarians combined for the general public in total was 8%, but for people between 15 and 35 years old, it was 12%. Um, you can also see uh, gender. It's around 70% women, 30% males. The age thing obviously points to the fact that it, this will be increasing in the future. Uh, one of the things that is going on is that you generally have, like in a lot of other countries, you have people who are becoming more aware about the environment, uh, global warming, resources, health, animals, and they're making a, an active choice. At the same time, you do also have a lot of people who maybe never really asked to be eating lots of animal products, but because there was limited competition and availability from plant-based alternatives, they just ate it anyway. They were never vegetarians, but they were never, you know, eating huge amounts of meat either. <laughs> they were not wanting that necessarily. Once you give those people more options, they would start eating more veggies. At Naturi Foods, the mission is exactly that. To provide more of the plant-based options many consumers are looking for, the company has been around for 30 years and until four years ago concentrated on just seven products, all of them vegan alternatives to cow milk. But growing demand for more plant-based products has spurred innovation, big time. And when Naturally need new ideas for products to develop, they don't dig down into the latest market analyses. No, they ask their community and they call it the plant movement. Here's Henrik Lund, Naturalis CEO. For the past four years, we have been on a innovation roller coaster towards the, the skies, where we uh, try to improve the the quality of plant based food solutions and decrease the the price. In our mind, plant based alternatives should have the same price as the products they are an alternative to. We have a lot of followers. We call it a community in, in Instagram and on uh, Facebook. We have uh, over 100,000 followers. We post every day and we answer all questions. We don't have an external agency to answer the questions. We do it ourselves. I lie on my couch on, in the evening and answer questions on uh, Instagram. Every second heartbeat is uh, an actually heartbeat. Uh, so, so this is not just work for us, it's, it's also a lifestyle. We listen very closely to what they wish, what they have to say, what they comment. It's very, very useful uh, interaction with the people who uh, consume our products uh, every day. For some time, they had told us that we should also look into other categories than, than just being a manufacturer of plant-based alternatives to cow milk. And then we decided to, to do something about that. Every innovation in, in Naturally takes its start in the community. And a lot of the people in the community are actually vegans and vegetarians. But these products are products that could also suit the mainstream consumers, and that is also our wish. Naturally's first step on the road to the mainstream market was an agreement with one of Denmark's leading retail groups, Co-op. Not long after the agreement was made, a special Naturally display, full of Naturally products, 
went up in all outlets of one of co-op supermarket chains. When we got into this cooperation, we, we needed some products pretty fast. So we found some uh, really good partners in Europe where we could get some good quality products from. But of course, our biggest desire is to produce the products ourselves. So alongside with that, we, we started looking into which products we should aim for for our own production. That actually started last year in, in January when we uh, launched actually the the first product, a vegan butter that was really high on the top 10 list from the community. So we used a lot of energy to really make a, a good butter alternative. And we did that by uh, really analyzing the, the melting graph of a real butter and how we could sort of copy that melting graph into a, a plant-based product. The really breakthrough for this product is that in the supermarkets, and it's in all the supermarket chains in, in Denmark, it's also placed alongside with Lurepak, Caregarden, and other uh, butter products. And a lot of consumers that normally don't buy any Naturally products buy this product because they really like the taste, they like that it's organic, and they, of course, also like the price. So... That told us that the mainstream consumers are also interested in plant-based alternatives. And therefore, we started looking at the next category. And, uh, you know, the holy grail of the supermarket store is, of course, the fresh meat counter. And we started developing a plant-based alternative to minced beef. How do you go about innovating a product like that? Actually, the, the minced started up in my own kitchen. So I uh, bought a lot of beetroot and started making juice. I got some soy and coconut oil and started mixing it up in a bowl in my own kitchen. And it was hard getting the product sticking together. Uh, so I ended up in a, in a fat content around uh, 55 and that was, of course, way too high. But the color, the look was absolutely like minced beef. So I then brought the project to the product development team of the company that, that actually owns Naturally, called Dragspec. And they have really, really skilled people in the product development team. And they started working with this. And in about 10 months, they succeeded in, in making the product that we have today. In January 2018, Naturally Minced made its first appearance in Danish supermarkets where the decision to put it in the chilled meat counter caused quite a public debate. But consumers were curious, and the plant-based product sold out immediately. Within days, news of the new meat alternative had gone around the world. Only a few months later, Naturally Mints sent the first exports to supermarkets in Germany, Poland and Sweden, and then to Woolworths in Australia and Sainsbury in the UK. In the meantime, Naturally has kept on innovating, recently launching another meat alternative, this time based on locally sourced pea protein instead of imported soy. That is really a, a breakthrough. We have so many farmers in Denmark and that this is a, a complete new leg in the industry to grow uh, really good crops that you could process into ingredients that can be used in the plant-based food production. We like plant-based food, but we also want to take really good care of the environment and the carbon footprint that we put on a product. Through all Naturally's innovation projects, the Danish Vegetarian Society is a close partner, sharing market knowledge and advice on how to qualify for a vegetarian label 
That could be the society's own stamp for vegan and vegetarian products, or the V label of the European Vegetarian Union. The labels are intended as a simple guide for consumers when out doing their shopping. Above all, the Danish Vegetarian Society is a lobbying organization that aims to convince politicians, authorities, and business about the sustainability and health benefits of plant-based food. According to Rune Christoffer, it was through this work that Danish supermarkets eventually opened their eyes to an unexplored market with huge potential. The supermarkets discovered this a few years ago. Basically, one of them discovered it because we told them. Our chairman of the board wrote like four years ago in one of our main newspapers, "Why doesn't Coop get a vegetarian vision?" Because they had visions about organic, about many other things. And then they responded. They invited us for a meeting. They said, "Okay, do you want some products on the shelves? Come with some suggestions, and we'll try to experiment more with that." So we gave them a list of some products. They did it, and they realized, okay, there's apparently a market here we haven't discovered. So of course this goes simultaneously with international developments, but within the last year especially, basically all Danish supermarket change has discovered. Oh, there is an important segment here, and there are young consumers, and we want the consumers to buy in our supermarket. So we have to put more stuff on the shelves because otherwise they'll do all their shopping elsewhere. Denmark's plant-based food business is still young. But Rune Christoffer is confident that in the future, the country could be a world leader. I absolutely believe that. The fact is that a lot of the the knowledge that is there need not be animal specific. It has a lot to do with also general skills in everything from f- food safety, food production, uh, technology, ideas, being innovative and creative. There's so much more to it than that. Denmark has a good history and track record of going into green alternatives and green products, as has happened with, um, you can say, you can even say the whole the wind energy. You know that was driven largely by the government, but then it became private sector kind of taking over. And the same thing you can say goes for organic. One of the things we are working on is exactly what we think all public canteens should be having a plant-based option on offer, and that in itself is a way to strengthen the home market for plant-based food options. That could eventually also be helpful for expanding that sector, together with the private demand, which will help that as an exportable success. Plant-based food is trending around the world right now, and the statistics show the trend has also come to Denmark. Well over a quarter of Danes now skip meat at least once a week. And the number who eat primarily vegetarian food has more than doubled since 2010. That includes both Henrik and Rune Christoffer. While Rune Christoffer has eaten plant-based foods all his life, Henrik took the plunge just a couple of years ago. In the beginning, it was a little bit strange how to to uh, cook the dinner at night because it's so easy to go into the supermarket and just buy some meat and the wedges and the other stuff you need to 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 make a dish. So you have to think a little bit. More about it, but that's also exciting. Plant-based is also something that challenging your uh, the the whole uh, food culture in a way. Uh, and today, I think it's only natural that I don't eat meat. Um, so you don't miss it? No, not at all, not at all. But of course, it also uh, it also made me uh, strive really, really hard to make these alternatives like the minced. And that's impressive," says Rune Christoffer. I really respect people who actively take the choice of uh, eating more plant-based foods during their life. I'm actually privileged. Being born into a vegetarian family, this is 
you can say almost too easy for me. My mother uh, was a cook and also making one of the few uh, vegetarian cooking books around in the uh, in the 70s and 80s. I was really focused on good old-fashioned uh, food that makes you you're full and that's that you know it was not trying to be fancy or anything but it was really really t- it's not, i'm not just saying that as the son of my mother <laughs> everyone actually kind of told her you know if if yeah if you made my food every day i'd become vegetarian easily <laughs> Natuli is one of a growing number of innovative danish companies that specialize in high quality plant-based foods the meat industry has also spotted the potential tulip food company which is one of Denmark's biggest producers of processed meat, launched its first meat-free product in 2017. In other words, Denmark's plant-based food scene is worth keeping an eye on. Thanks to Runa Christopher and Henrik for sharing their insights from the plant-based world. To see their pictures and find links to more information about the Danish Vegetarian Society, and Naturi Foods, visit our website, foodpod.dk. This episode was produced in collaboration with Verden's Beste Fulvar, World's Best Food Products, a grassroots project with a vision to make Denmark the world leader for sustainable food production. Foodpod is produced with music and audio optimization by Johnny Kuhn. Hosting and social media management by Jan Syerson. Interviews and story production by me, Kath Mersch. Thanks for listening. And if you liked what you just heard, please share it. FoodPod will be back soon with more innovative stories from the Danish food cluster. Food.